This is Megan and Cassie coming to you from Vancouver. You're listening to Hello City Culture Cast, your bite-sized source of news, reviews, and previews. Keeping you up to date with our favorite cultural events where you and the city meet. Hello, city. Hello, city. All right, so this week we're keeping with our superhero theme for the summer, and we are reviewing the new Spider-Man movie, The Amazing Spider-Man. And it certainly was amazing. At least that's what I came away with. Um, Yeah? I was really impressed, actually. I guess I was not the biggest fan of the originals because I never really bought Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. But I loved Andrew Garfield in the role. I thought Emma Stone blew me away. Um, I loved her character. I loved their dynamic. Um, And I thought that the both the humor and the emotion was totally present in a way that wasn't in the last Spider-Man. Did you, uh, what did you think, Cassie? Um, I really liked, like, I definitely have to say I did prefer Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I think he did a much better job as Tobey Maguire. He wasn't so, like, angsty. Mm-hmm. Um, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, and I think Emma Stone as well did, like, a fantastic job. But, like, the movie as a whole, like, I just really wasn't that into it. I don't know if it was just, like, there was too many lizards and, like, reptiles for my taste. But I just, like, I found the story was a little slow and I just, like, I wasn't into it. The pacing was strange because you had to introduce all of these things and then Mm -hmm. be like, oh, by the way, also there's, like, a crazy plot as well. Yeah. and I think this is the action-packed Spider-Man movie that everybody's been waiting for. Yeah, and so I think judging, juggling those two requirements of the movie was difficult, and I think you could feel the strain there, so I can totally understand some issues there. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I totally bought it, and I thought it was really much more complex than usual because we had bad guys who weren't necessarily bad guys. Totally bad, yeah. Um, and so we don't want to give too much away because maybe you guys haven't yet seen it, although that's a mistake. Go head out because next week is going to be Dark Knight, Ri- Dark Knight Rises week, so get in the Spider-Man before Batman totally takes over. Um, mm-hmm. Although yeah. if you don't like busy theaters, that could be a good thing. It's true. Oh my goodness. Um, but I found uh, that I really believed Andrew Garfield could be Spider-Man. Like, they, in the previous movies, they had, um, they didn't really, for me, come across, get across how smart Peter Parker is. You know, how smart and, like, really personable, but, like, still a, a very lovable nerd. Whereas I didn't get the, like, kind of boy genius part of it in the previous one. Like, he, for example, mm-hmm. um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man makes his own web. Yeah. Like. I think it was really brushed over. Um, yeah. In the original, they say that it, or they, mm-hmm. for the webs, they make it seem like it just comes out of his body. But in the comics, it's like a, a mechanism that Peter Parker makes. And so that's what they went with. And it's like built into yeah. the suit. Um. And so I I liked the making of Spider-Man parts of it. Mm-hmm. I have to say, if you like were to split up the movie into like the 
Spider-Man like prequel versus the Spider-Man action, I definitely enjoyed that part of the movie. The more. prequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like the backstory and kind of like figuring out like how it came to be, just because there was so much more attention given to that than like previous mm-hmm. Spider-Man movies. But yeah, to on my not my favorite movie, but that's all right. Everybody's in. I've actually heard several people make a lot of the same comments as you. So it sounds like there is, there was a feeling of a bit of a letdown plot wise, even though they did set the setup well. Um, So maybe if viewers want to give their feedback on what they thought of the Spider-Man movie, we could help to develop a little bit more of a consensus. Um, I loved it. I was on the edge of my seat, Mm -hmm. and uh, Cassie seemed to have a little more ambiguous feelings about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. All right, any last thoughts? Um, not really. Just beware if you're not a fan yeah. of reptiles. You're in trouble for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I think that was part uh, of my problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also just wanted to mention, in a totally separate note, that uh, I did get down to the focus a little bit walking by on Jericho Beach. And it seemed like it was an amazing time. I heard some of Hey Rosetta on the Sunday. And so it sounds like the music of the summer in Vancouver is really heating up. And uh, the focus was a great lead into some of the music events that we're going to mention um, upcoming. So uh, why don't we hit the song of the week uh, before we grab the Vancouver to-do list and, and give you something to do this weekend. Sounds good. And this week, Megan, it was your chore, or sorry, your turn to pick, but it was kind of a little bit of a collaborative effort here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I have not been following the free iTunes download of the week as closely as I should, um, but that's a huge tip. If you are an iTunes user, grab that song of the week because you'll get some duds, but you'll often find something really fantastic. And this week is a great example of that. Jim Bryson and Jeremy Fisher teamed up to do the song Cigarette Thin, The Age of Asparagus, and they're both Canadian, both fantastic singers, um, both singer-songwriters, and uh, it's a lovely little ditty, um, slow-paced, and uh, hopefully you like what you hear. Take a listen. If all I'm settling for is settling in, can we begin again? I was so much funnier last summer. So that was Cigarette Thin by Jim Bryson and Jeremy Fisher. Mm -hmm. And we'll have a link to that on the blog. So if you want to track them down, there'll be a way to do that. Mm -hmm. And if you are interested in that track particularly, also maybe check out, I think, Jim Bryson's website. Because I know they've had it as a free download on there for a while before it was up on iTunes. So... Take your chances, it might still be up there. Good tip. Um, so upcoming in, on the Vancouver to-do list, I'm going to jump to the music section because we have uh, Catalano Days on West 4th happening this Saturday. And uh, that's going to be a fantastic opportunity to see a lot of great, especially local, um, but uh, just in general, fantastic bands for free, as I understand it, and it's going to be pretty much all day until about 10 p.m. 
second between McDonald's and about for on on fourth. So uh, give a look. I know that the stores are also going to be doing lots of fun sales, and I'm sure lots of people will be out. So it should be an amazing event. Um, people like David Vertesi of Hey Ocean, uh, Vera Hill, Aiden Knight, Yukon Blonde, the Zolas, Benson Sinister, Ono Yoko, Photo Forty First and Home, Jeremy Fisher, all going to be there. So definitely worth a look. Very excited. So much good music. It's going to be amazing. All right, and then also coming up for music this week, we've got this Friday, Florence and the Machine is playing at Deer Lake Park. If you don't have tickets, unfortunately, I think you might be out of luck on that one. I think they sold out a while ago. But if you can, take the chance, try get them. Florence and the Machine are supposed to be really amazing live. Oh, I'm so jealous of anyone with tickets. Me too. It'll be fantastic. And there's also the Story Fusion Festival this weekend. Um, So it's a huge festival that attracts over 60,000 people every summer and it's part of a music festival and people involved include the Los Lobos, Good for Grapes, two-time Juno um, award nominee Jeremy Fisher so you can see him everywhere um, this weekend and then a whole bunch of fusion groups like the Discriminators and uh, Delhi to Dublin and I've actually seen Delhi to Dublin and it was fantastic um, so much fun. I've actually rarely seen a live show that is that much fun. So please do hit it out. There's going to be 38 cultural pavilions that let you, um, taste food and culture from around the world. So that is a highly recommended event. Mm-hmm. And then for anybody who's interested in doing a little bit of traveling and is also conveniently into classical music, the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra is doing free concerts in the Olympic Plaza in Whistler this weekend. So if you're up there, you're looking for some opportunities to get out of town. That's also another really great option. Totally. Sounds like there are lots of things to do. We also have, and this is a little bit different, but the Price is Right is at the Richmond's River Rock Casino um, from the 12th to the 21st. So if that is your secret wish to be involved in uh, The Price is Right, then um, maybe you want to head down there. And it's also going to be in Coquitlam's Red Robson Theatre, July 26th to 29th. So mm-hmm. so it's yeah. not the taping. It's not on TV, but there's still real prizes. So it could be exciting. <laughs> yeah. Apparently the host is Jerry Springer, so that could be kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> as long as it doesn't take after his talk show. Yeah. Uh, then you might not want to be involved at all. Um but anyway, so there's some crazy stuff going on. And in theater, it's a, it's kind of a bit of a lull. A lot of the events we've already mentioned, but I will uh, mention again, Xanadu is playing, Bard on the Beach still going on, Mary Wags of Windsor, King John, Macbeth, Timmy of the Shrew, um, the Altar Boys is going on. So if you, if just as a reminder, if you heard about them previously, they're still happening. You still have a chance to go see them. Mm-hmm. And last but not least... The very long-awaited Dark Knight Rises is out in theaters this Friday. Kind of keep going with the superhero theme. I think this is the last of the superhero movies for the summer, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. You might be safe saying that. Yeah, should be really cool. I'm really excited to see Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. I'm curious as to how she does it. It looks like she's going to do a good job. Fingers crossed. Let's let's hope. It should be an intense experience either way. So mm-hmm. we will likely be covering that in the future. So if you, for some reason, want to wait for our word on it, you'll be hearing it. Mm-hmm. Not too long. 
So let us know if there's any other musty events in Vancouver, and we will do our very, very best to check it out. Or if you have any comments, particularly on Spider-Man, I feel like we need somebody to kind of help us make a decision. (laughs) Um, We may feature your comments on our podcast, so you can leave comments at hellocitycast.wordpress.com. Great. So this has been Hello City Culture Cast. And we will see you next Wednesday for another dose of news, reviews, and previews. Hello City.